Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. That is both hours. That means that uh, this hour as well. And I hope that you will get in and tell them thank you. It means a lot. And they don't have any way of knowing otherwise. I mean, you can go in and ask for the special, but the specials are advertised other places too. And if you tell them that you heard it on the radio, on KLIF, they say, whoa, that worked. I know a lot of my advertisers monitor things like that, and that uh, determines whether they sign back up again. So please help, if you will. Uh, Let me, uh, I want to go back on the crepe myrtle question that came in. I only had a minute to help. And uh, crepe myrtles uh, have... um, for the most part, if you drive El Dorado Parkway, where there are eight or 9,000 crepe myrtles planted over the last 22 years in the city of McKinney and uh, also Ridge and also Colin McKinney Parkway, um, you will see that almost all of them have leafed out fully now and look great. And boy, it has been uh, something in progress all of that the last uh, month, six weeks. And uh, Lipan, down by Malvern Elementary, one of my favorite crepe myrtles, finally is up to speed. They look great. And I thought, oh, no, come on, Lipan, don't freeze back. Uh, the ones that typically freeze back, Tuscarora, um, they're, they don't look good. And uh, so, you know, it's the same old cast of characters, Country Red, doesn't look good. And that's too bad. They're beautiful varieties, but they don't look good. Anyway, to the point, if you have a crepe myrtle that is not leafing out completely properly, uh, look at the base. And if you have sprouts coming up, those become your hope for the the new plant, the reformed plant. You're going to have to uh, let those sprouts be the new stems. And uh, I have written so many times how to how to use those, utilize those that I frankly don't remember where all I've put it. It's been in my electronic newsletter. It's been in the Star Telegram. It's been answered uh, as an answer to questions in my uh, gardener's mailbag that I send to about 12 newspapers around the state. Um, Gardener's mailbag is in its 50th year. I've been doing that Q&A question for newspaper, uh, uh, column for newspapers. Just realized the other day. Um, I've put it in e-gardens i've talked about it here how you retrain a crepe myrtle that's been topped or that has frozen that same practice exactly if you go to crepe myrtle trails.org c-r-a-p-e crepe myrtle trails.org you can uh, and then go to basic care pruning then you can see how to how to do that so hopefully that'll help but uh don't feel like you have to rush to do that, other than the fact you don't want to have those old stems in the way, and then you have to go in and, and prune them out after you have the new stalks coming up from down below. Uh, that's that's one reason to go ahead and prune them, come to think of it, because you don't want to break the, the new vigorous shoots as they're trying to develop. Anyway, that's that, and that's kind of what I'm going to use for my most asked question of the week, and hopefully that will uh, help uh, Janet, who was calling with the the question about crepe myrtles. We have John in Dallas who is coming up next, and he has a question about oleanders, and I'll help him. And then we have two open lines, so this is the time to fill up the two open lines. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. The uh, sponsor of the Most Asked Question, Sunburst Shutters. And uh, their Most Asked Question probably is, wow. Where can I get those beautiful shutters? <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, that's uh, that's kind of what we hear when people see our sunburst shutters. They look so good. These are plantation-style shutters, and that means to you that these are large shutters, large louvers. They uh, they cover a lot of territory. Two and a half, three and a half, or big four and a half inch louvers. The bigger the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them. The fewer lines you see as you look out to see your beautiful backyard or the golf course or the the vista if you're out in the country whatever it is the sunburst shutters made of poly wood 
Polywood is uh, is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel because there's no wood in it. But they look like wood. They function like the best wood shutters. They kind of look like wood that has been lacquered, like a piano, a fine grand piano has. You you feel them, and they are so smooth. They're just fa- like a new car finish. They're just fabulous. Sunburst shutters, and they're custom-made any opening in your home, whether it is a circle, a triangle, a rectangle, a square, they can be made to match any opening in your house, whether it's a very large palatial opening or whether it's a small bathroom window. They can put sunburst shutters in any opening in your house. Let them come to your home and bring samples and, and work with you to show you what they could do for you, and then they can give you the, the cost. And my guess is you'll say... I like it a lot, and we'll take them. And then they'll go back and get them made. They'll come back out. And, you know, the one thing is they don't want you in the room while they're while they're installing them. It's not because they have any proprietary information that they think you're going to steal. It's they want to hear you say, oh, my goodness, when they open that door and you see your house, your new house, your new refit house, Sunburst Shutters, sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Also available in Waco, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. I'm Zach from Jabo's Ace Hardware and the Cove Gifts and Keller Coppell in Fort Worth. Each Ace Hardware store is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Zach, very, very much. Uh, Mike, I'm going to say over your shoulder to Chris and Aubrey that uh, the Francis Crepe Myrtle question is exactly what I just covered, if he if he heard that, unless he has something different that he wants to ask about it. Uh, the plant that's growing from the bottom, that's that's how you're going to have to retrain, and, and uh, that's the information I was kind of alluding to. Let me go to John in Dallas. Next call up. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, um I've uh, got some uh, uh, some holly that uh, died, and I pruned it back to uh, just a, a massive, hard something or other root, we'll call it, holly? in the ground. This is holly? And, uh, John, John, John. This is yes, holly? sir. Holly. Yes, okay. it was a holly bush. I also have an oleander on the oh, other it says side. says oleander on my screen. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Well, I'd like to know, uh, I think the oleander will come back, and the holly, I, I don't really care for it there, where I'm in front. But uh, what do I do? I mean, I, I don't quite have your book yet. You've got it in the garage there somewhere. Uh, to, uh, how much farther do I go? Do I cut it down to the ground? or What kind of what? holly is it? Uh, I knew you'd ask this. I've got this sheet on it, and uh, and everything is on this sheet except the name of it. Uh, it's white flowers in the spring. It's supposedly cold, hardy to 10 degrees. Uh, white flowers? Yeah. Flowering, white flowers in the spring, Keep it in partial shades, cold hardy down to ten degrees. And this is the 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 little card that came with it. Supposedly ten feet tall, ten feet wide. That I believe. Uh, All right. And uh, what color fruit? Uh, doesn't say anything about fruit. I don't remember much about fruit. It 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 it's just was just kind of dumped there by a fellow that john i don't recognize that as a holly hollies are not grown for their flowers yeah well uh it's it's a deterrent is all that it was all right how can i help you okay i have it 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 went brown with the cold and there is still this this massive i guess root the size of your fist in the ground is that as far as I should go with that and the oleander? I'm, I'm to the same point with the oleander. oleander. Oleander you would cut to probably 
uh, eight or ten inches and then let the the new growth come up around that do you have new growth coming uh not yet no if you don't have new growth on the oleander it may not make it then most oleanders have put out a lot of new growth from down around the bottom but it may have been cold enough to have killed them entirely Uh, normally when oleander freezes you get a just a, a just a proliferation of of strong new growth around um i don't know what that other plant is so i don't know how to advise you on it Oh, it's not a holly. Oh, uh, you're you're still saying with your Oakwood and uh, Buford holly, though recommended. On I'm going to put them on the back other side of the back fence just to deter people from trying to get in the yard. You still stay with the same recommendations. I'm sure you do. That's uh okay i'm i'm getting kind of confused oakwood i don't oh oak oakland oakland yes Yes. um probably not um both of those are slow growing regular burford holly is slow growing Uh, Uh, if i wanted something that would uh, discourage people from climbing a fence i would probably use um i I don't know that those would deter very well. Burford would, but it would take it a long time to get big enough to do that. And frankly, you'll have a hard time finding Burford holly, regular Burford holly. Oh. I found I found three of them last year and was thrilled to get them, and I grabbed them. I bought them. Um, well, I'll, probably, I'll get whatever you recommend. So. Well, yeah, most, most uh, nurseries don't handle a lot of plants that are extremely prickly. Uh, because people don't buy them and they don't want to get stuck with them. They don't don't want to have them left on the inventory list. Ah, uh, uh, good prices. R- regular, yeah. They don't they they don't buy them in the first place. Probably, um, if you want a tall holly that that will grow fairly quickly, Nellie R. Stevens holly would do that, but it's not very prickly. Uh, regular Chinese holly, which is extremely unusual to find would be the prickliest holly you could find. It will it's the parent of all of these things that we're talking about. Uh-huh. And it'll it'll get ten feet tall. And oh, it, right. nobody nobody survives uh, climbing through that. Good, good. Yeah. That's just what I need on the alley. That's there where I go. have yeah. penetrations yeah. into what's left. they've cut down all my neighbors, one right. has cut down all of his trees over there and then the house being redone on the other side the new developer of that house has cut down all the uh uh, live oaks and well that that's not my proudest answer john but that is the prickliest of the hollies regular chinese holly so anyway i hope that helps well uh yeah so i appreciate you waiting on me i've two over here yeah so I, I need to keep moving, but hopefully that helps you. I appreciate your call. So good luck with it. Thank you, sir. All right, let's see. Um, I'm going to, I need to get a break in here, and uh, we'll do that, and then we'll come back and uh, see where we are. That opens a line at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, the... Uh, Pre-sale offer, I guess I could call it that if I want, or pre-delivery offer or whatever it is. It's just kind of an extension of the in-production offer because I have the books now. I have the first 6,000 of the of the press run, um, but I'm behind on getting them signed. I'm working as hard as I can, and I'll tell you, at the end of a workday signing these things, I am absolutely exhausted. I cannot do anything else but get to bed and, and just pass out. This book has 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, 11 chapters, covers every county in the great state of Texas. Chapter 2 is a calendar of 48 pages that tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Now, I am able to... um, I am able to outpace the orders on the count on the book, so I am going to catch up, but it's going to take me a few days. The fifth printing will be thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage, but until I do get caught up, I've left it at thirty one ninety five just to be decent 
uh, about it because I am running behind. Thirty-one ninety-five. That's what you will pay if you order it right now. It's going to take me a few days to get caught up and to get yours signed. I'm doing them in the order in which they sold. Uh, the book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon, and it won't be. The way that you order it is through my website or by calling my office. And uh, I sign every copy uh, before we mail it. I'm very careful about that. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's the joy of it all. I get to sign them, put them in boxes, tape them, and, and uh, take them to the post office. Uh, parts of that, if I can get some help, I, I am certainly happy to... I have that help with the uh, boxing, and uh, so far I've been taking all of them to the post office myself. But anyway, that's the that's what we're doing. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, thirty-one ninety-five for a limited time by ordering from uh, my office at eight hundred seven five two Grow eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine or my website at Neil Sperry N E I L S P E R R Y dot com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce. But you know what? Hopes remained high. It was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorms where they happen for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit Mueller, Inc., com to learn more and to find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller. They're made in America. And they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. <music> Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, my friend, JJ. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We still have that open line at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. This is Chris and Aubrey. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Yeah, um, when I called in a few minutes ago to ask about the crepe mirror, I, I wasn't listening to the radio then. I hadn't been listening at all, and uh, it dumb on me. I need to answer that. But I just started getting your email, and I have your book. So just ignore that. I'll read your email newsletter and your book, and then I'll, uh, I'll look up your answer to that so you won't be redundant. But the okay. other question, <laughs> yeah, I started getting that. I just need to sit down and read your book and uh, instead of taking the easy way out, calling your program and letting you tell me what's already in the email and in the book. So the other, the other question I had was about winter gym boxwood. Now uh, the back of my house is uh, facing um, uh, North. I get maybe four to five hours of sunlight and the other things I've planted out there, such as your begonias and 
some other things didn't last too long because I, I, I guess because of that. My question is, with the winter, Jim Boxwood, would those do well, say, with that amount of uh, sunlight each day? That's, that's kind of borderline. Uh, if you're able to assure me that it's just full, full good sunlight for those four to five hours, I, I would think it would. Um, and it also kind of depends on what kind of light the rest of the day is. If it's, if it's a bright shade, then that would help. If it's really dark, um, then that's not a good sign. Um, is it a situation where the sun comes beyond the house and all of a sudden they're in full sunlight? Or is it, you know... Uh, what? It's, it's mainly kind of uh, shade. I get the big bright sunlight in the back. You know, in in the in the back of the house that faces south, right? And it's it's kind of a shade sunlight at that. Now, down on the lower level of my yard, it's bright sunlight about four to five and a half to six hours. But then up by the window, I have some patches up there, separate patch that I'm just trying to get something that'll grow that's not dependent upon too much sun, and I'm trying to make things sort of a head-turner. I don't want to necessarily just go with all hollies or abelia, kaleidoscope abelia, and then there's some other kind of abelias that I've noticed out there, too, that would look good, but I'm not sure how they would do with that kind of kind of cloudy-like shade. Right, I got it. Um, I don't know how many kinds of hollies you have, but hollies look so different from one to the next that you can do a pretty good-sized landscape using almost nothing but hollies and not have it look boring at all. Um, do you have dwarf yopon holly already? I have some uh, Clarissa hollies are the only one I have. And as a matter of fact, I'm going out and going home now to finish planting them. And okay. I've looked at a few places, your yopon, your dwarf, and then there seem like there's some Chinese hollies. And I've seen a few others at one of the places around well, so dwarf dwarf yopon has a very fine texture to it you know small leaves and it looks a lot like boxwood so it would give you that contrast of appearance from carissa holly it would be a nice contrast and i, I don't think that people would immediately think oh chris is using uh, nothing but hollies so that's a possibility and it will tolerate the shade better than boxwood would um, but that, so that's a possibility for you. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled that you looked at the dwarf Chinese holly. That's one of my favorite shrubs, but a lot of people won't use it because it's so prickly. I, I, along our walk, going to our front door where everybody, we only have one door that we use for our house for, for guests. And that's the front door. And, and, uh, to the right is dwarf Chinese holly and to the left is Carissa. And I've never had anybody say, yikes, I just tore my leg off uh, with the hollies. They just, they're not that, you know, people don't walk through your shrubs. So those are both good choices. But dwarf yopon is a possibility. I'm scared of the of the boxwood as shady as you're making it sound. How about hydrangeas? Then I'll get off and... Uh, no, you're doing uh, fine. Hydrangeas would, well, maybe in Aubrey you'd have a, a chance with them. Chris, I got to tell you, they are on my Neil. You got to have your head examined list, <laughs> and and the reason for that is uh, our humidity in the summer is so low that they are kind of high maintenance. Um, I like oak leaf hydrangea, but it's a great big shrub and uh, woody shrub. The the uh, florist the mop head hydrangeas with the the pink flowers are beautiful. They're just beautiful. But I would use only one, and I'd try it for a couple of years to see if I got along well with it before I'd try a whole bunch of them. They, they use so much water. They, they need a lot of, and they have to have total shade almost. Maybe a little morning sun till 9 or 9.30 in the morning. But they're kind of high maintenance in, in the black clay soil areas. They run into iron deficiency. In Aubrey, you might be able to pull it off. So you still there? Ooh, I think we lost him. Mike, you still there? <laughs> yeah, okay. Everything went dead on me. I, 
Okay. Okay. Chris, I hope that helps. And uh, yeah, you'll find, uh, you'll find how to retrain a crepe myrtle. I think in the last issue of, of eGardens, it's right there for you. So hopefully that'll help. And I'll tell you another place where it is very, uh, plainly stated is on the website of crepe myrtle trails.org C R A P E crepe myrtle trails.org. Click on uh, basic care pruning and scroll down toward the bottom. And I wrote all of that and, um, you'll see, uh, where, uh, how to, how to retrain a tree that has been topped. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing if you have one that's been frozen. So hopefully that'll help. So we'll come back to go to Mike in Forney and John in Frisco. We haven't talked about wax myrtle, uh, uh much, but uh, they froze and are lost completely. As far as I'm concerned, I, I haven't seen any that look very good. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place. You know what they are? They are the place with the helpful hardware folks. My program is sponsored by your locally owned North Texas Ace Hardware dealers with local experts who know the right questions to ask you to make sure that you know how to do whatever it is you're tackling and that you have all the ancillary products that you're going to need. It may just be sandpaper. It may just be paint thinner, whatever it is, but they want you to make sure that uh, you're going to succeed. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Audubon Park Songbird Selections, 5-pound uh, bags of premium bird food. Uh, that's 5-pound bags of premium bird food. Buy one, get one free. Assorted varieties from farm to feeder, fortified with vitamins for reproductive health. No corn, milo, or filler. Used with the hopper tube and platform feeders. Now that's available to you at uh, the Ace Hardware Store's Audubon Park Songbird Selection, five-pound bags of premium bird food, buy one, get one free, assorted varieties. That's at Ace Hardware, Ace Stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of our community. So we're getting help from people we already know. There are 30 of these stores that go together to sponsor my program, Ace. That's Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. This is live. The border is a crisis. The bill is passed. Restrictions. The impact of variants are needing more vaccinations. At the top and 30 minutes past the hour. This, this, this is. This is real news and information. 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Spray's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter, comes directly from my computer to yours, to your email. It's weekly. Thursday evenings, a little after 6 p.m., and we've made it short and quick and easy to read, ultra-timely tips and gardening information. If you're not already getting it, sign up. Join the 75,000 other people who get Neil Sperry's eGardens. You go to neilsperry.com. Click on that eGardens tab. If you want to see what it looks like, go there and click on the tab. Scroll down. You can see the uh, latest issue. As always, we promise never to spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. You can always unsubscribe at any time you wish. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens, free and weekly. Sign up at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I have two trees that you really need to know about I wanted to talk about today. Ginkgos are a throwback to another era of the world. They're found in fossil records. One of the most primitive trees with their flattened leaves suggesting an evolutionary fusing of needles of cone-bearing trees. Ginkgos grow very slowly in North Texas. You should be sure to specify a male fruitless variety. The only way to ensure that is to buy a budded variety. Fall color is the most exquisite buttery yellow of any tree, ginkgos. They're wonderful, but they are slow-growing. And then for a large, coarse-textured tree, there's just nothing any better than bur oak. It's an unsung hero in the tree world. More and more people are using it. One local arborist, whom I respect very greatly, has said it's the best of the fast-growing shade trees. It does grow pretty quickly for an oak. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. I'm just sitting here kind of daydreaming, thinking about all the people who are enjoying their visit to to a Whiskey Stone right now on a Saturday afternoon. They're open Monday through Saturday. It's a destination place. There are there are stone yards around the Metroplex, a lot of stone that gets sold in Dallas and Fort Worth. So there are stone yards you can go to. And then there's Whiskey Stone, 22 acres of beautiful stone. This one is the destination. This is the one that you want to go to. Uh, first of all, because you get to meet Mike and Derek Wisnand, a second and third generation in this business, and two of the nicest men you'll ever get to meet. They are revered in the Texas nursery and landscape contracting industry. People buy from them because they like them, and I do too. So proud to have them as advertisers for many, many years. I met uh, Derek while he was helping his dad uh, set up booths at the uh, at, at my old uh, All Texas All Garden show. Mike was bringing in stone for so many of the exhibitors. Derek was only about five years old at that time, and it's been a joy to watch him work into the family business. Just a great business. Every kind of stone you might want. You know how beautiful stone is, and you've had trouble finding stone that you really liked, and most of all, finding people who could really help you buy the right stone and put you in contact with people who uh, knew how to lay that stone for you. Well, that problem is passed because you can get all that help at WhizQ Stone. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com, w-h-i-z-q.com, it's WhizQ Stone. It's a non-stop news cycle. The latest unemployment report. Big disappointment. The unemployment rate went up to 6.1. We're making sure we're enforcing voter IDs. We may or may not hit herd immunity. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. My website is neilsperry.com. You've heard about it all afternoon because that's where you go to buy my latest book while it's still on sale at $31.95 plus tax and postage. It's also where you go to sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's also where you can find my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. I hope you'll take a look around. It's N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, dot com. That's my website. I'll see you there. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark. Last call for calls, 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. This is Mike and Forney. Mike, good afternoon. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing well. How can I help you? Well, um, I've got my sweet 100 tomato bushes. Uh, they're they're doing well on the tops, but probably the, last, the bottom third of them are yellowing. I actually have a couple of dead stems. Um is that a water situation or a um, insect situation? Uh, probably not water. Uh, do you have any? Are they in pots or in the ground? They're in uh, raised beds. Okay. Do you have any sense that they've been over or underwatered? No. No. I've, I've always had really good success with these, and um, I just don't understand. Okay. All of a sudden. Um, have you ever had, um, have you ever experienced uh, early blight or spider mites on tomatoes before? Do you know what you're looking for with those? No, I, I, I do not. All right. Um, usually early blight will show up first and it will, uh, and both of them will start with the bottom leaves. Early blight will turn the leaves kind of a bright yellow in thumbprint, uh, uh, arrangement you'll you'll see yellow blotches that are fairly conspicuous and then mm. the leaves will begin to turn brown and crisp over a several day period okay that's early blight it will start at the bottom and flush upward uh 
Two or three weeks later, you'll begin to see spider mite damage. It's a little bit early, and it's been pretty cool for spider mites. But they will turn the leaves all over a mottled uh, tan color, yeah, kind of yellowish, but, but more of a tan right. color. And uh, the spots that they cause are the size of a head of a pin. They're very tiny. There just will be so many of them that the leaves will have a yellowed look or tan look. Right. Uh, but they normally don't show up until toward the end of May and into early June. So those are the two things that you need to watch for. And, and I would think that early blight might be a possibility now. I don't know. But just from a description, okay. yellow. Yellow is uh, kind of like saying to the doctor, I don't feel well. And right. the doctor says, well, I need some more symptoms. Give me some more. So that's what I say to you now. Okay. Well, and like the blooms, <clears throat> the blooms, you know how the center comes out and then you have the sides of the blooms. They just don't look like they usually do. It's like they're, you know, stressed. So... Because I, I have tomatoes on them already, and uh, and those are doing just fine. But I've just noticed this in the last couple of days that. Are you ever on one. Facebook? Yes. Post me a photo. Let me see what you're talking about. I okay. I don't recognize it from what you're describing, and okay. it's probably not your problem. It's probably me. And so well, post no, me right. post me a good photo and. And just uh, just mention that we talked about it this afternoon. Okay. Uh, I'm doing something with my wife and our son and, and his son uh, in a few minutes. But I'll be yeah. looking at Facebook uh, over the course of the next three or four hours. And I'll be okay. happy to help. I'll do it. All right. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. Thank you, Neil. All right. Let's go to uh, John in Frisco. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Neil, thanks for taking the call. And just first of all, I just want to tell you how much i appreciate everything you've done for us and you're just an amazing treasure for us in the dfw area you're very kind thank you i lost a uh, large wax myrtle uh, in the storm i've already taken it down it's already gone to the composting area uh, i've got multiple varieties of hollies i know holly's been a popular discussion just looking for something different as an evergreen tree an evergreen shrub it's going to be kind of a corner post uh, area it's in the corner of the front yard uh, providing some screening into an open fencing. So it's kind of a landmark corner area. Uh, it will get uh, quite a bit of shade during the morning from a uh, Chinese pistache. And, then, of course, I'm in the rocky area of the soil in Frisco. So just looking for something <laughs> different. I'm in no hurry to plant something if I need to wait, but just whatever you might think besides the holly. All right. And how tall do you want this plant to grow? If it could get to eight feet tall, that'd be great. It doesn't have to, but anywhere between six to eight. If it gets taller, that's fine, but that's what I'm looking for. All right. Um, so my question of you, and, and this is how much sun? It is only going to get midday. It's going to get sun probably from about 11 to 3. All right. My question of you is... Uh, listing all the things that that matter to you in terms of you'd like it to be eight or ten feet tall uh whatever width it, it needs to attain um needs to be adapted to the frisco soils rocky as they are et cetera, et cetera. how critical is it that it be evergreen if i had a if i had one or two absolutely knock out beautiful plants that bloomed and were gorgeous but that were deciduous, would that rule them out? No, I, I, I think I'd be definitely open to that. Thank you. Look at uh, look at Chinese snowball viburnum as a possibility. Viburnum okay. macrocephalum. It is absolutely a, a gorgeous shrub. I was kidding a landscape architect friend of mine yesterday. I said, you use that in every landscape you do. It's your signature plant. And she smiled and said, you figured me out, haven't you? And I said, yeah, that's why your landscapes are spectacular. So that would, that would, be, that would be a possibility. And there's something elegant about using a beautiful deciduous uh, shrub as an anchoring corner plant. That's why crepe myrtles are so popular, uh, but not in that kind of shade. Another plant that would sure. do well in that would be oak leaf hydrangea, the original oak leaf hydrangea. Um, uh, so it's a, it's a candidate also. How tall? How how big do they get? 
the ones that I have, I have one, I have a bunch of them. Um, the uh, one that I was pointing out to my wife last night is about to come into bloom. Mm-hmm. It's six to seven feet tall, probably. Now, it will be a little wider, a little squattier, rounder. Mm-hmm. So probably seven feet wide, six feet tall right now. And it's it. I pruned it in the winter. Uh, so it uh, probably would have been seven by eight, seven feet tall, eight feet wide. I appreciate it very much. I thought I had some viburnums on my side yard area that would get a very snowy white flower and then berries. But over the last few years, I just could not keep the white flies off of them. I uh, took it out to one of the good nurseries that you recommend, and he said I actually it wasn't a viburnum. I forgot what he told me what it was. Sounds like you uh, had a privet. Yeah. So, but anyway. Uh, you know, you know, there's a, there's a, um, I, I think I like the Chinese snowball better because it's kind of an egg-shaped plant, and it will get to eight or nine feet tall. So that one might work better for you. It's going to be harder to find than the sure. oak leaf hydrangea, but it is awfully pretty. Um, something else has gone. I don't know what else I was going to suggest or say, but anyway, that would be, that would be my, I'd love that shrub. I, I have more comments from neighbors. We have a couple up near the County road and they said, what is that? And, and my wife says that my wife's not a, not a gardener. And every year I get the same question. I mean, she's not, Good. she's not uh, suffering dementia. She just, there's a lot of plants. Said, what is that? I never remember. <laughs> it's just beautiful. We have about eight or nine of them. The problem that you're going to have is if I see it before you get there, I'm going to buy it. So you better, <laughs> better, better shop early. Hey, I appreciate okay. your call. Neil, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you, John. Let me go to David and Grand Celine. David, this is Neil. I need to help you kind of quickly. I've got one more break I got to get in. How can I help? Okay. Real quick, uh, Neil, I've got uh, a new piece of property here and I've found what I think are locust trees. And, you know, long thorns, two inches. Some of them have the thorns all the way up the trunk. Some of them just have them in the branches. Run for your life. I'm inclined to just cut them all out. Yes, sir. That's what I did. Okay. Yeah, get the heaviest boots, leather soles. Oh, those things are awful. Yeah. And and it's not like they make good shade trees. It's not like they make good shade trees either, David. They're always dropping branches. They're always puncturing tires. They're always hurting people. It's just a dreadful tree. I, I apologize for saying that about any tree, but if there's if there's the word dreadful reserved for one tree, that one deserves it. And are they the same species, whether they've got the thorns on the trunk or in the, the branches? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. You've answered my question. Thanks for the call. Have a good one. Gliditsia triacanthus. Oh, oh, I remember the scientific name. I don't want to remember the tree anymore. Let me tell you about my book. I'll do a quick one because I want to get to Pastor Tommy Brummett. Uh, the fifth printing of my book, very special limited time because uh, I have the books now. It's not a pre-printing offer. It's not a in-progress offer. It's a, hey, I got it and I'm behind offer. I'm signing as fast as I can. I'm trying to do... Uh, 500 every couple of days and take them to the post office. I can get 500 books in my truck. And that truck is about to blow out the tires at that level. You you can see me coming. Uh, I have the low rider. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, 11 chapters, including chapter 2, which is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're trying to grow. Now, this is the book that I think you will find to be the one gardening reference that you really need to have. And it's a hardback with uh, all those photographs, 840 photos, printed in Texas on high-quality paper. It will be $36.95 plus tax and postage. You get it for $31.95 if you buy it right now. The better way to buy it is from my website, but if you need to make a phone call to order it, then do that on Monday, and that would be at 1-800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. 800-752-4769. I sign every copy as it sells uh, right now, a couple of days after it sells, and then we get it in the mail to you, and uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. Uh, it is not in stores and not on Amazon. The better way to order it, though, is from my website, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Thank you, sir. I have a very important message for you from Baylor Scott and White Health, and I'm going to ask that you pay close attention. It's a new message. You know that I'm here to offer helpful advice on how to keep your landscape and your garden healthy and thriving. Well, the same is true for us humans with Baylor Scott and White Health. With the My BSW Health app, now that's My, M-Y, My BSW Health app from Baylor Scott and White Health, I can manage my health care my way so I can keep myself in tip-top shape. Well, if you saw me, it's as close to tip-top as Neil can get it. <laughs> so give me a little leeway. It helps me schedule appointments, get test results, message my doctors, even handle care for others in my family. All on my schedule and from wherever I am. And don't even need a green thumb to download the My BSW Health app. So that's kind of good, too. Just text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-E-R, you knew that, to 88408. Don't thank me. You need to send your thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View in East Dallas. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, and Jen and I are always there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. That cheerful voice and his wife, the same cheerful voice. Great, uh, great people. Thank you very much. Let's go uh, right now to the First United Methodist Church, the voice of Pastor Tommy Brummett. Tommy, good afternoon. Hello, Neil. How are you today? I'm doing great. Who would not be doing great on a day like today? Isn't this great? Beautiful, beautiful day. Yes, it is. We passed out yesterday 2,100 crepe myrtles, one-gallon crepe myrtles, to every fifth-grade student, well, one per student, in the McKinney Independent School District, and that makes this a wonderful weekend. That's a Mother's Day gifts for them to give to their, their moms, and that is so much fun. We enjoy doing that. So, oh, and our church, that? Our, our church our little, sponsored uh, one of those. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate. I, I just stepped all over my pastor twice, sir. I just don't <laughs> like to make a habit of that. So anyway, um, I want to talk to you about birds because I know you to be an avid birder, and you you're out here with the theory that there are Mississippi kites out there somewhere, and I just think they're invisible. Mm, Neil, you know I was I was walking early in the morning by Finch Park, and I saw one rise up uh, from the little creek bed. Mm-hmm. And then another, and there were five came rising up. They were splashing in the shallow water, and they rose up, circled around, landed in the top trees. And that's the first Mississippi kites I've seen this season. They must have just arrived. How large are they? Uh, they're the size of a small hawk, uh, and and uh, they're a they're a raptor. Uh, they they hunt insects, mostly flying like dragonflies up in the air. Uh, but they're good-sized birds, and they just hover. They just spread their wings and fly, it, hence the name kite. They just mm-hmm. float like a kite in the air. And you have told me last year and now this year that they are there when you're walking early in the day. Will I have a chance if I don't go in early in the day into Finchburg? So, sure. They, they, will, uh, they, they stay close around sometimes. Uh, but they they roost there in the night. So uh, early in the morning, they're just waking up. That they, they they wait till it warms up, where they can start to catch those updrafts and float around. And uh, so that's why they're there in the morning. Then they'll come back in in the evening um, and get ready to roost. Um, I've seen them in those big cottonwood trees by the creek there. And uh, but they will circle around over McKinney all day. I'm going to go look. I'll give it another try, Tommy. I'm, I'm going to have faith in my pastor. I wouldn't lead you astray, Neil. <laughs> Haven't yet, so I'll just I'll have faith. The um, 
There are some willows in that in that uh, creek bank, and there used to be a big burl on one of those that I had my eye on for pen turning. And I thought, oh, I'm going to talk to the city, but I never got my courage up. Tommy, I was about two blocks from that park yesterday taking photos of roses. I don't take many photos of roses right now with the Rose Rosette virus going on. But mm-hmm. it was over by that old abandoned football field that's south of Caldwell Elementary, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, credit to that family that has the beautiful roses on their on their uh, fence out front, just beautiful and in full bloom on their. I can't. I think it was wrought iron fence, just beautiful. So, it's uh, that's a pretty neighborhood, the older part of McKinney. So. Oh, it is, I, and a lot of I, I listened to you. A lot of our a lot of our stuff was hurt by the frost, but. And the and the freezing, but my little crepe myrtle's starting to bud right now. There you go. It's going to yeah. happen. Uh, we yes, need to talk is. about church. We need to talk about church because you have church coming up tomorrow. Tell us the times. So we have church at nine and ten o five in person inside, at eleven ten outside um, behind our youth building, and then at ten o five and eleven ten we will have live streamed our traditional and contemporary services then. All right. And do people need to register for the live in in sanctuary services? We have protocols in place, so we don't want to just be overwhelmed. So if you would just jump on our website, let us know that you're coming, so we can kind of keep an eye on that. I know that Pastor Stacy is having two worship services at our brand-new church building in Melissa and registering for the same reason. I mean, you don't have to reserve seats. Just let us know you're coming so we know what to expect. Right. Understood. And that's at sharingtheheart.org, sharingtheheart.org. It's going to be so nice when all of this is behind us. If people will just get vaccinated, people, not a time to be hard-headed. Our grandson Joseph and, and we were talking about the importance of this. He is not old enough yet. He will be in a couple of months. And and uh, he said, but I'm going to get sick if I get a, a shot. His mom's had her shot, and she didn't get sick, but he's he's got it in his mind. I said, Joseph, you might have a fever for one day. Compare that. And he said, well, I guess that's true. So anyway. That is that is true. I've had my shots. You've had yours. Yep. We, yep. It, that enabled us to be. We had confirmation Saturday. We had all of our sixth graders join. We had uh, families join the church, and we were able to do that inside. People wearing masks and spread out, but but it felt a little a little closer to normal, Neil. It surely we're did. getting there, one step at a time, Tommy. We're getting there. It'll be so yes, nice to be back in in the regular basis. That's going to be wonderful. Yes, it will. Yes, All right, sharingtheheart.org, and it's a wonderful church. The First United Methodist Church, a historic church. I don't know how many churches were on Church Street at the at the high water mark, but now there's one. Now there <laughs> there's, <is>. there's <laughs> another one way south, but there's one. Yes, and and we're going to stay there. We're going to keep doing ministry right here in the heart of McKinney. We love it. Thank you, Tommy, so much. And thanks for the birding information. I'll go see if those birds exist. They'll be there. God bless you. (laughs) Thank you, Tommy. Pastor Tommy Brummett. Folks, thanks for listening. I'll be on WBAP Sister Station tomorrow morning from 8 until 10. Mike Bass will be there to make sure that I get on the air, just like you got, got me on the air today here. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Ace Hardware for sponsoring this. And I hope you have a great day and happy Mother's Day. Happy gardening.